Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blog cast. This is episode 111, and it is coming right on the heels of 110, <laughs> um, because I wrote this blog, um, I just wrote it, and um, I realized it might be a good idea to get it out um, sooner rather than later, because um, it it is related to the election in New York State, um, which is tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I just thought, well, better, you know, it, it probably won't make a lick of, lick, lick of difference to anyone. Um, but it could. What if it made a difference to one person? And with primary votes in New York State, um, like nobody votes in the primary. It is really embarrassing. Um, New Yorkers, we got to do better, y'all. We just do. Um, I've, I've voted sometimes when there's like literally only one person and it was like an incumbent. And like, I was just like, you know what? It doesn't matter. I got to show up. <laughs> and you do too, New York. Anyway, um, uh, so this this is also relevant uh, if you're not in New York um, because it's it's not just about um, this candidate for the attorney general's office in New York State, but um, but just something that I I am completely struck by um, in her. So um, I wanted to share it with you. Um, so here it is. Uh, it is called. Um, what is it called? It's called Owning Our Expertise, One Way Zephyr Teachout is Inspiring Me. There are dozens of reasons I want Zephyr Teachout to be the next Attorney General of New York. See her endorsements in the New York Times or New York Daily News for some of those reasons. I have admired her for years and am thrilled to be able to vote for her for a job she is so right for. I've never been very interested in political mechanics, but I canvassed for the first time ever to help her get elected. She could be running against all the great fictional lawyers of all time combined into one person, and I'd still be zealously in support of Teach Out's campaign. Vote on Thursday if you live in New York State. But aside from things like refusing to take corporate donations and campaigning while pregnant, one thing I keep being impressed by every time I hear her speak is how she talks about her expertise. She specializes in cor corruption law. She wrote a book about corruption in America. She, she teaches the subject at a law school. She is legitimately an expert in the field. And she does not hesitate to claim it. I can't tell you what a thrill it is for me to hear a woman say, I am an expert in without the slightest hint of apology or hesitation. To hear a woman who is about my age declare her proficiency and prowess inspires me tremendously. Every time I hear her say, this is my area of expertise, I get a little shock. I am also impressed by how often she says it, and I get that little shock every time. I recognize that there are those in the world who will get that shock in a less pleasurable way than I do. I imagine that there are many who hear a woman unapologetically declare she is an expert and take an instant visceral dislike to such a person. I suspect that such people exist because of all the misogyny that's wriggled its way to the surface these last few years. I also know such people exist because this sort of language from a woman is so unusual. 
I know many women who are, in fact, experts in many things, but would never dare to say so. Many of us have learned to downplay our accomplishments, to soft pedal our expertise or diminish our achievements. Women who don't soften their proficiency are often vilified. So to hear Teach Out own her own skill and expertise in such a powerful way has been one of the great thrills of election season for me. I'm going to try to claim my own expertise more and I hope to hear other women follow Zephyr Teachout's lead in declaring theirs. Coda. Please, 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 if you're in New York, please vote in the Democratic primary on Thursday, September 13th. That's tomorrow if you're listening today on uh, the 12th. <laughs> I would love to see Zephyr Teachout in office, as well as Cynthia Nixon and Jamani Williams. All of them are running their campaigns without any corporate money, and they need all the support they can get, especially when real estate companies are pouring money into their opponents' campaigns. But whomever you vote for, the more people vote, the more voice we'll all have in New York's democracy. The state has been rife with corruption. The way real estate interests have played a role in our state politics probably has a lot to do with how we ended up with Donnie Twimp on a national level. Participation is key for making changes. And here in New York, most of the real decisions happen at the primary level. This is also where turnout is the smallest. Doing my small bit of canvassing, I saw just how small the primary voter numbers can be. So if you wanna make a difference, turn up on Thursday. Help us get more expert women and those who support expert women into office, please. And thank you. All right, friends. Vote if you're in New York tomorrow. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Please. Um, yeah. And uh, so what, what I, because of this happened yesterday, I don't have a, a song for you at the end of this one. I normally do. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I, I might. I, we'll just see. I'm running out of um, of, uh, of of like recording time right this second. So if I manage it, I will do it. Um, but I actually don't know what that would be at this moment. I'm looking at Arcadia's song, um, Re-Election Day. I was a big Durani when I was a kid. That um, that means uh, I was into Duran Duran as a as a middle school, high school student. No, not so much in high school. Middle school. For sure. Uh, anyway, so um, so this would be hilarious if I did an Arcadia song. Um, but I, I literally just looked at it, so I may not have time to to like get this out and also put that song together super fast. Um, so forgive me if you were looking forward to the song here at the end. I'm not sure. I will have it in time. I also thought about putting one of the songs that have been requested, um, but again, I'm not, it's, I'm not sure I'll have enough time. So if there's something here, enjoy it. Um, if there isn't, sorry. <laughs> and there will be a song next time, I promise. And yeah, so vote tomorrow. Bye. Just kidding. Uh, I'm back. Um, and this is the like craziest, just like put the episode together blah, blah. Um, but, uh, I'm not going to play you election day. It is, um, 
N- no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Uh, I mean, if I were to do it, I would, it, would, it would take some time. Um, so, but I do feel too bad not putting a song here at all. And um, I just managed to rescue um, my band's CD from, from down at my parents' house. I was down, um, uh, down in my hometown, and um, I picked up my uh, band's CD, which I did not have with me. I think it was like in storage somewhere. So I was not able to put any Bright Red Boots songs at the end of any of these podcasts <clears throat> because of that. Um, so, But now I have the CD, and in fact, um, Bright Red Boots has a song that I wrote um, years ago, which is about um, a not-democracy. Um, what do we call that? A monarchy. It's about a monarchy. Um, I was inspired by learning about the sort of history and anthropology of the royals in Italy when I was living in Italy um, for my junior year abroad. So um, in the spirit of honoring democracy, I'm going to put this song about the weird moment of history in a monarchy. Does that make sense? Maybe it does. I don't know. But anyway, here is The Day Between the Kings. Scented velvet gown to match. 
has come on No voice fills these halls Or filters through these walls But somehow each day begins Blood in her body has gone with the tide And no telltale tick-tock to tell our time Silence sings lonesome Between the kings. 